This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 950, how to keep track of your to-dos, and the new nine to five, tips on adapting your work environment by an organizational expert, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I'm Dan, and welcome to Optimal Startup Daily. This is, of course, where I read to you every single day from great blogs about business and entrepreneurship. And we've got a couple posts for you today. They're on the shorter side, so we can uh, give you a two for one. So let's get to it as we optimize your life. How to Keep Track of Your To-Dos by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com Picture this. You're lying in bed, desperate for a good night's rest. But each time you approach the precipice of sleep, yet another intrusive thought jolts you awake. Don't forget to refill your prescription before Friday. Remember to email Kathy back first thing in the morning. Make sure to call the bank about that $12 maintenance fee. You toss and turn, trying to remember not to forget these to-dos, all the while losing out on the precious sleep needed to execute these tasks with efficiency. One of the worst things we can do to ourselves is have rogue to-dos that aren't documented or integrated into our to-do system. For a peaceful night's sleep, it's essential that we systematically record 100% of our to-dos in one consolidated place where we can easily find them when we need to. For most people, the natural inclination is to create a master to-do list. This is, of course, a vast improvement from to-dos scribbled on scattered post-it notes, buried in an email somewhere, or worse yet, just floating around in your head. But the best practice is to incorporate your to-dos directly into your calendar, scheduled out on the days and times you're actually going to do them. Why? One, because it creates an actionable plan. A to-do not connected to a when rarely gets done, and your calendar represents all the time you have to get things done. This includes appointments, meetings, and to-dos. A master to-do list can go on for three-plus pages and become so overwhelming we avoid looking at it altogether. I'll never be able to finish everything on this list, we think to ourselves, so why bother trying? When you transfer from a master to-do list into your calendar, you have to ask yourself, what is most important? How long is it going to take? When am I actually going to do it? You're proactively planning to tackle the project rather than allowing it to linger on a list. You're creating a due date for yourself. That's D-O, not D-U-E. Your calendar becomes a sort of silent assistant, providing a sense of motivation and accountability to get things done. Two, because it prevents things from falling through the cracks. Your calendar is something you look at every day. So when you put a to-do in your calendar, it'll never get lost. You might see it a few days ahead and say, oh gosh, I can't do that thing on that day, something came up. It's exactly as you might see a doctor's appointment you scheduled six months ago and say, gee, that day doesn't work for me anymore. But the event on your calendar will prompt you to reschedule. In this way, it can be helpful to think of your to-dos like appointments. Even if you can't get something done on the day it was planned, you'll be prompted to reschedule rather than forgetting about it altogether. And three, because it allows you to chart a flexible course. Life happens, opportunities arise, interruptions come, our best laid plans get derailed, and sometimes things simply take longer than expected. Having your to-dos scheduled into your calendar allows you to continually readjust as things come up. If you don't get something finished, you can look ahead in your schedule and see when you can make it up. You can see the to-dos you have planned for the day or days ahead and consider whether those are still the highest and best use of your time or if something else has come up that preempts them. In other words, calendaring your to-dos 
helps ensure that what you do on any given day is connected to your near and long-term goals. Ultimately, calendaring your to-dos takes the pressure off. You'll no longer lose sleep at night trying to remember what you need to do in the days and weeks ahead. Instead, everything is documented and organized. Your reminders are in place. Your plan is realistic yet flexible. Your time is properly allocated to the most important tasks, including meetings, appointments, and to-dos. Rather than staring down the barrel of a three-plus page to-do list, you have only to do what is feasible on a day-to-day basis. And when more things feel doable, more things get done. The new nine to five, tips on adapting your work environment by an organizational expert by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. There have been a lot of discussions lately about the future of the work environment. There seems to be a disconnect between what employers want and what their employees need. Many employers want things to remain as they were. However, many employees are now looking for a schedule that offers more flexibility, one that allows them more time to work at home after its proven success over the past couple of years. There's been a box in which employees have been working in for decades. This box is the Monday to Friday lifestyle that we find ourselves in, the one that used to be from nine to five, then turned to eight to eight, and since the pandemic, it seems to be all day. The one constant is that the box involves working through the week while having weekends off but after the last two years, it's clear that this must change. So how can leaders, employers, and managers adapt to this change? Check out these organizational expert tips on adapting your company's work environment so that everyone wins. One, employees need fulfillment to reach peak performance. One of the major changes that need to be made by employers is no longer separating the work self from the personal self. People will not provide their peak performance for employers if their personal life isn't being adhered to. This is something that the overwhelming majority of organizational experts and workplace thought leaders agree on. The days of leaving your personal life at the door are gone. People need to be fulfilled in both aspects of their life. This will lead to better work and a happier workplace. Work is just a piece of the larger puzzle of a person's life. Employers need to recognize and understand that these people are more than just their work. Two, create policies that work with employees' schedules. There seems to be a lot of worry surrounding company culture if employees were to allow more flexibility. How would it work? If one person is working during the day, one is working in the evening. One has weekends off, another employee works during the weekend. It can seem difficult, but once it's discussed with your team and once you understand how their lives are affected outside of work, you can decide which schedule is best for them. With the added flexibility also comes additional responsibility, according to organizational experts. Just because there is greater flexibility doesn't mean that the workers are not expected to pull their weight and get their work done. In fact, this is to ensure better work. And three, work and personal lives living in harmony. Organizational experts agree that when people feel as though they are being heard, it will lead to better production in the workplace. Not everyone is wired the same way, and not everyone is living the same kind of life outside of work. So by having everyone work the same schedule, you're not getting the most out of each worker. Once personal and work lives can live in harmony, your workers will reach the performance that both they are striving for and that you will be pleased with. You just listened to the posts titled How to Keep Track of Your To-Dos and The New 9 to 5. Tips on Adapting Your Work Environment by an Organizational Expert 
both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Julie for both of these posts today. Julie Morgenstern is an organizing and productivity consultant, New York Times bestselling author, and speaker. For over 25 years, Julie has been teaching people all around the world and at all stages of life how to overcome disorganization to achieve their goals. She is the inventor of the inside-out approach to organization and the brain behind their services. And she has a bunch of great articles and much more on her website, which again is juliemorkenstern.com, so you can check that out. And again, a big thank you to Julie for letting us share her work. And I thank you, as always, for being here with me and being a subscriber. And I do hope these posts help to propel you to new heights in your work life. All right, I will be back again with you tomorrow for another episode, and that is where your optimal life awaits.